Welcome to another week of the 937 Podcast. My name is Kim. And my name is Steve. And I would like to piggyback off of last week's episode. I believe that I mentioned on last week's episode that I had my first pumpkin spice latte of the year. And I actually saw um, there is a there was a news thing that kind of backed me up today. I saw um, Starbucks is putting theirs out like next week or something. Dunkin Donuts has theirs out. Our local Winans, uh, if you haven't been there, I have it on good authority that they are starting to release their fall drinks next week. So it's coming, everybody. Coffee black. Get ready. The fall is is coming. It is upon us. I'm starting to see advertisements for fall festivals. The one of the biggest, of course, the DAI Oktoberfest, which as of right now, as I understand, is still going on. So we yep. will see. And I mean, it's not quite time yet, but let's not forget the the Renfest. Yeah, I, that is definitely yeah. still on. I've seen advertisements for that, so that's more, more on I think that later. Next weekend, Labor Day weekend, it I starts. Think, is that next weekend? No, weekend after. Yeah. So it's coming up. We will cover it in more detail. Um, I would like to say thank you to the Dayton Liederkrons for putting on a heck of a German Fest picnic this weekend. If you didn't see on Instagram, Steve and I got ourselves some schnitzel and some. Heffy Weizen, and I had myself an Oktoberfest beer, and it was quite delicious. The music was awesome. Yes. I Thank you for reminding me of that. The band that we listened to was The Five, or I think it was just Five. The band was called Five. But there was only four of them. There were only four of them, but they were phenomenal. If you ever get a chance to see them uh, live, their lead singer is very, very talented. All of the band is really good at what they do. Okay, he had a really wide... Vocal he range. was singing Johnny Cash just as easily as he was singing Roy Orbison. Yeah. Like high, low, it didn't matter. He was doing a great job. So definitely go check out the five or five. I'm sorry. Not the five, just five. If you get a chance. Yeah. We have an interview show for you today. We're going to be speaking with Dr. Paul Kolodzik of Metabolic MD. But first, coming up on August 25th, it's Arcade Market Day at the Dayton Arcade. So coming up at the Nutter Center on September 2nd, KISS. Now, all most of these shows have been rescheduled because of COVID, but they're they're playing again. Check, before we get into it, um, please make sure if you are going to a live show, check the website of the venue before you go, whether it be Yellow Cab, Nutter Center, Rose, whoever, because actually different bands have different requirements for masks. Sometimes it is the the um, event center, but sometimes it's the band yep. that wants you to wear masks. So be yep. sure to check. Yeah, like anything that we put out, check, go to the website and check it out and verify. Because by the time we put it out, right. things, things change. So we talked about quickly. KISS coming up on uh, the 24th of September is Alabama. On October 23rd, professional bull riding. On November 18th, Jeff Dunham. Coming up, well, the Dark the Dark County Fair is still going on. Most of the county fairs have kind of uh, wound down right now. But the Dark County Fair, if you missed all the good elephant ears, the pork chops, and all the good fair food, and Dark all the animals. Dark County hasn't even started yet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So August, got 20, a chance. August 20th through the 28th. So it's 
get out there and get that good fair food. I didn't get any good. I mean, okay, that's not true. I did get you brought me back a funnel cake from the Green County Fair. Yes. But I just hope the good doctor is not listening to this right now. We just ignore that. We haven't started our (laughs) we haven't started being healthy yet. Okay. Carillon Park is open daily from uh, nine to five, Sunday, 12 to five, except on the 25th of this month, it will be closed for maintenance. Everything will be closed for maintenance, but it will be open again on the 26th. The uh, Deeds Carillon concert performed by Dr. Larry Weinstein is the 22nd and the 29th. And those concerts are at three o'clock and they are free. Also a side note at Carillon Park Rail Fest, unfortunately for this year, has been canceled. Um, Hopefully we will see them back again next year. Yep. At the Victoria Theater coming up on September 26th, the evening with C.S. Lewis. Uh, lots of things coming up. When we look at the uh, Victoria Theater and w- wait till we get down to the Schuster Center, October 15th through 17th at the Victoria, Stomp. October 29th through the 31st, Light and Dark, the artistry and athleticism of the Dayton Ballet. November 6th, Grimm's Fairy Tales, a hip-hop revolution for the younger generation. And then a repeat performance on November 7th, of Grimm's fairy tales, except it is a sensory friendly show for people that might have um, sensory concerns. Um, DAI is winding down its summer season. I'm looking forward to what they're bringing in in the fall, but right now you can go visit the Lang Family Experience Center and learn about the ABCs of art. You can also uh, see All By Myself, Japanese Creative Prints through September 19th and Changing Times, Art of the 60s, which is kind of their summer showcase through September the 12th, in addition to all of the other fabulous works of art that you can find at the Dayton Art Institute. All right. A few things that are special happenings going on um, this weekend. You have the Fairborn Sweet Corn Festival at Fairborn. I know. Oh, I really, I wish we are not going to be in town this weekend. Otherwise, we would be there with butter in hand. August 21st and 22nd at Fairborn Community Park. Also, August 21st and 22nd, that's Saturday and Sunday. The Dayton African American Cultural Festival at Island Metro Park. It's a family event that brings the richness of the African American experience to Dayton and its surrounding communities through culture, education, and music. You can come see an African village, a pavilion of paintings, and enjoy live R&B, gospel, and jazz. Spas knocked. It's a big deal. While we're on the subject of... Fun night. Germans. Yeah. August 26th from 5.30 to 9.30 p.m., in honor of Kettering's sister city, Steyr, Austria, we celebrate with fun night, Spasnacht. Strap on your lederhosen or your dirndl, as is appropriate for your gender, and join us at this fun annual festival. We'll bring the authentic food, beverages, polka music, and live entertainment from the Schnapps brand, band, and you bring your family and your appetite. I got to go back one second to the Fairborn uh, Sweet Corn Festival. Yeah. What do you put on your sweet corn? I oh, put, I know I where put you're going on with my, this. I put butter and Old Bay. No. Yes, I'm Old a Bay. traditionalist. Butter, lots of butter. That's it. That's all you need. Maybe a little bit of salt, but just butter. Try it with uh, some Old Bay. You will never go back. You will. All right. It's not for everyone. Let's move on to the <laughs> Schuster Center. So... Lots and lots. The Schuster is packing their calendar right now. So I'm just going to go through this and recommend that uh, 
you, you go to the Schuster Center website to get more details. Johnny Mathis, August 26th. Amy Grant, September 21st. A Night of Pure Soul starring Dave Hollister on September 25th. Beethoven's Eroica, A Salute to Heroes of the Pandemic, October 1st and 2nd. The Rat Pack Symphonic, 15 and 16 October. The Phil Har Monster. So they're getting ready for uh, Halloween and spooky October. So that will be on the 17th of October. The Elixir of Love, 23 and 24 October. On the 27th of October, Rain, which is a tribute to the Beatles. On the 6th of November, Dayton Funk, a tribute to Dayton's funk legacy. The 12th and 13th of November, Tchaikovsky Passion. 3 and 4 December, The Holiday Pops. And everyone's favorite on the 10th through the 19th of December, The Nutcracker. If you have never been to see The Nutcracker... At the Victoria or at the Schuster Center, I guess it is now. Yeah, it's at the Schuster. You should definitely go. And then here is a local tip. Go to Spaghetti Warehouse afterwards because that's where all the dancers go. So you can congratulate the the lovely young ladies and gentlemen of um, the, the Dayton ballet scene and tell them what a fabulous job they did in their performance. Now we'll go back to the 23rd and 28th of November. Cats will be playing at the Schuster Center. And then don't forget, Hamilton is coming up in January. If you saw that travesty that was the Cats movie, restore your faith in live theater and go see the musical in the Schuster instead. Are we ready for music and Terry? I am. I'm so glad that he's back. All right. Let's go to Terry. Thank you, Kim and Steve. And thank you to the listeners. Please tell a friend and share this on social media so more people become aware of local coverage. Sorry I missed last week. My youngest son moved into his college dorm and I was pretty exhausted after the the whirlwind days leading up to it. We have some exciting shows coming up and I'm here to bring you those. By the way, my name's Terry and I cover the local music scene. Uh, I've been covering the scene through the old Gem City podcast, which uh, no longer exists for uh, various reasons, but... I am here on the 937 podcast to bring you the latest highlights of everything coming up in your local music news. Starting with Yellow Cab Tavern, this Thursday, August 19th, is Showcase Thursdays. And you can actually go every Thursday. There's some local artists who are always singing. So if you need a night out, if you just don't want to watch Netflix anymore, uh, this is a great way to go see local music local artists just trying things, and sometimes you get some really great uh, moments. This week's lineup include my friend Mike Bankhead, really good dude, Brenna Geyer, Ward Lawson, Amber Hargett, Rachel Rosen, and all the way from Nashville, Olivia Francis. This Friday and Saturday at Yellow Cab, for the third time ever, live from the rooftop of the Yellow Cab Tavern in downtown Dayton, Ohio, it's come together. On August 20th and 21st, this weekend, Come Together is a Beatles tribute act featuring members of The Last Waltz, the Dayton band's Lioness, the New Old Fashioned, the Big Wazoo, Bribing bribing Senators, Cherry Lee and the Hot Rod Hounds, Seth Gilliam and the Fake News, and many more. The band plays from all eras of the Beatles with a lifetime of appreciation 
and the experience of playing in many of their own wholly original projects. This is sponsored by WTUE and Breakfast with the Beatles, and cover starts at 5 p.m. on August 20th and 21st, with performances beginning around 7 p.m. on both nights. Now, tickets are $15 presale and $20 at the door. Tickets for both nights are available for $22, and those are presale only. This show is known to sell out, and um, it's, I mean, this is a really, really great event. Also, on the after shows, on August 20th is Frequency. They are playing. And on August 21st, so August 20th is Frequency. And August 21st is Salvador Ross. Yellow Cap Tavern is at 700 East 4th Street in Dayton, Ohio. And it is one of, it's one of the heart of the Dayton music scene. Dayton's original silent disco is back at the Yellow Cab Tavern every last Friday of the month with the original three DJs, Sex Box, John Chapel, and Kim L. With Kim L on the green station with EDM, Sex Box on the blue station with 70s, 80s, and 90s, and John Chapel on the red station with modern hip hop, you will not want to miss this classic Dayton event. Cover starts at 8 p.m. with music starting around 8.30 on August 27th. Now, this event is going to be awesome. Sound Valley Summer Music Festival highlights some of the Miami Valley's best talent while raising money for a local charity. Enjoy live music, food, drinks, and an all-around good time at Yellow Cab Tavern on August 28th. I am telling you, Sound Valley puts on a show like no other. Go to soundvalleydayton.com and you can see all the information of all the artists who are going to play. It's like literally some of the best, if not most of the best artists in the Dayton area. Um, that's hyperbole, but we'll go with it. And Yellow Cab is extremely excited to bring, the for the first time, to Yellow Cab Tavern, Mums who, for Dayton music fans, there was a band called Enzo, and they were amazing, and they no longer exist. Mums is that, is uh, many of the members of Enzo, and they are playing September 3rd with their debut at Yellow Cab, and singer-songwriter and poet Mariah J, and Northwest Ohio's Tree No Leaves also are on the bill. Cover starts at 8 p.m. on September 3rd with performances starting around 9 p.m. Tickets are $7 pre-sale and $10 at the door. On Friday, September 10th, Yellow Cab is excited to bring the long-standing, long-standing Grateful Dead tribute band Terrapin Moon for an, an entire evening of live and lively songs. Much like the dead, Terrapin Moon's live shows are sprinkled with classic and traditional covers of the era with one of the richest back catalogs to draw from. The band strives on live improvisation and to be unpredictable in their set list so that every show is unique and special in its own way. You can actually go listen to them at terrapinmoon.net slash audio. Now, this event is going to be awesome. Not that all the other events I, I said aren't awesome, but one of my favorite 
truly favorite artist in the Dayton area is somebody named Paige Beller. I love her. She's amazing. Paige is going to be playing on Friday, September 17th with Moira and Tino. And they've come together with Sofa Burn Records to produce a limited run of exclusive 7-inch exclusive vinyls. And this split record will feature a single from Paige as well as a brand new collaboration between Moira and Tino. In addition to the vinyl, Paige Beller is also releasing her brand new full-length CD, I'll Be Better, available for the first time at this show. And she has a few singles on streaming services that I cannot recommend enough. I love them. To celebrate the release of these new records, they'll be performing on the outdoor stage at Yellow Cab. And this show is all ages, so feel free to bring the family, grab a couple copies of the new album, and enjoy a September evening full of live local music. Also, the Pizza Bandit food truck will be there, which Pizza Bandit's always awesome. And pre-sale tickets for this is are $8 and $10 at the door. The doors open at 8.30. Tino kicks things off at 9.30 sharp. Coming up this weekend, my goodness, Dayton Porch Fest. Come out for free mini concerts held on porches all throughout St. Anne's Hill in Dayton, kind of near Stivers High School. Explore the neighborhood and support local music at this unique annual festival celebrating the richness and diversity of the Dayton music scene. For real, there's so many artists playing. I, I, You just really should go search it now. Over at the Levitt Pavilion this weekend, this Friday, one of the greatest singing sensations of our time, known from recordings with Snarky Puppy and Moby and a host of other char- stars, Shana Still, takes flight on her third album, Watch Me Fly, offering six penned original and full and four select classics ranging from soul via blues and gospel and easily crossing over to retro R&B and jazz, showcasing Shayna Steele's supremely soulful energy as well as her mind-blowing vocal artistry and songwriting skills, the singer born in California and raised in Mississippi, who has a self-proclaimed American Air Force brat grew up all over the world, but lives and thrives in New York. Not only has a charismatic, charming, and truly unique voice, but also has plenty of technique and the vocal strength vocal strength of a volcano. <laughs> that's awesome. That's a good description. On and that's Friday, and Levitt is free, and it's an amazing place. This Saturday at Levitt, the talented jazz pianist and eclectic musician Crescendo. Bacchus, B-A-C-C-U-S. I apologize if I said that wrong. And I apologize if I say anybody's name wrong. I'm, it happens. Uh, But Crescendo enthralls audiences in his hometown of Dayton, Ohio. Whether it's an instrumental song with piano at the helm or vocal-led jazz ballad, see Bacchus or Bacchus and company knows how to wow crowd and keep toes tapping, heads bopping, and fingers snapping all night long. Saturday has so much going on downtown in the downtown area. So much music. Next Thursday at Levitt is uh, Drive, paired with raw talent and business savvy, um, award-winning number one songwriter and breakout country artist John King out of the little mountain town in Georgia, 
and into the spotlight. Uh, he is playing at the Levitt Pavilion next Thursday, so go check it out. Next Friday, local artist Nikki K's Trio and Cherry Lee and the Hot Rod, Hot Rod Hounds. The Nick Kazernas Trio. Nick is such a good guy. He blends rockabilly, surf, instrumentals, and Nick's own Americana-influenced originals to form a sound that pays homage to the birth of rock and roll, as well as today's American Roots music revival. Cherry Lee and the Hot Rod Hounds is just some rockabilly fun. You should definitely go see this show. Up in Inglewood, Ohio, obviously Ohio, I don't know why I said that. Um, I am a Northmont resident, by the way, and Inglewood makes up the Northmont area. Uh, Northmont means northern Montgomery County. But up in Inglewood at Courtyard Lounge this weekend is a metal show, Transylvania Hellhounds, Temper, Dark Soul, and Plagues of Sorrow. At South Park Tavern this Friday, Clashing Black is returning to South Park Tavern for the first time since 2019 with their electric show featuring some amazing music with Summer School and DJ Sadness. Over at Blind Bob's on Saturday is pop-punk favorites Life and Idol with Knavery, Cotter, and Undergrads. I told you, Saturday's got so much going on. But for real, Life and Idol, if you like pop-punk, go stream Life of Idol and Knavery. Both great artists from the Dayton area if you enjoy pop-punk. I mean, if you really, if you enjoy music, I think you'll enjoy it. Amber Hargett, local favorite, is playing this Saturday at Trolley Stop. So go check that out. September 4th in Tip City is Tipapalooza 2021, and it will be bigger and better than ever as they emerge from the COVID, COVID hibernations, which, man, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just reading. <laughs> They're celebrating their 10th annual anniversary. They're thrilled to once again provide a great lineup of talented recording artists to celebrate their 10th year. They made an effort to bring back fan favorites who have played their festival uh, to great success and help build the event to what it is today. The headline act, Seth Kanan, Seth Kanan and the Carriers. I think it's, man, I always pronounce it wrong. Seth Cannon and the Carriers or Seth Kanan and the Carriers. Man, it's been a long day. They're returning for their third appearance on the stage. Neo-American Pioneers are back for the repeat of their stellar 2008 performance. Sadbox. Ah, Sadbox is awesome. Sadbox will be bringing their raucous brand of rock and roll to Tipapalooza for a second time. And although the Boxcar Suite will be making their first appearance, their leader, Tim Pritchard, great guitarist, great dude, is a veteran of the festival, having played in 2018 as a member of the band Shrug. This year, they are adding a few solo artists to the lineup to keep everyone entertained while the stage transitions between bands. David Payne is one of those solo artists. Uh, Corey Breath, a Tip City favorite, and Jay Collis. They're returning for their fourth appearances at Tipapalooza. That's all I have for you, and I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you uh, taking time out of your day to listen, and I hope you share this podcast with your community of people. And I want to thank Kim and Steve for putting together uh, a podcast to showcase the Dayton area. I love it. 
Anyway, I'm out. I have a I have a long night ahead of me, a long weekend. So much to do. I have family coming into town. I think we're going to go to Pine Club, and um, it's going to be a good time. So I hope you're having a good week, good weekend. Get out there and enjoy summer as it winds down, and we head into fall. Uh, man, 2021 is flying by, and we're just processing 2020. Am I right? Anyway, love you all. Take care. Back to Kim and Steve. Hey, Terry, even though they're pushing the, uh, the the pumpkin spice lattes, let's not get rid of summer quite yet. Literally does not. I don't know how that man does it. Like Terry works crazy long hours, still finds time to hang out with his lovely wife and go to all these shows and spend time with us. I he is a phenom. I heard several names in there that I have met personally and know um, Ward Lawson, uh, Tim Pritchard. Um, David Payne, all very good guys, all playing locally. We went to Old Crow Medicine Show this past Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday. I don't know. Saturday night. Saturday. I let me tell you, it is so good to have live music back again in the Dayton area or just anywhere in general. Um, it was really neat to see Old Crow play. They. Tribute to John Prine. A tri- a fantastic tribute to John Prine. A tribute to coronavirus. There was like a whole set that they did that was based on COVID lockdown songs. Um, but you, <laughs> the the energy was fantastic. The energy, the crowd, the energy, the band. Um, so if you haven't seen live music lately, definitely this is a weekend to go out there and check it out. Okay. You ready to go to the movies? Let's go to the movies. All right. At the Neon, we've got the Family Summer Film Festival every Saturday at 11 a.m. This week, they're showing the Wild Kratz. Nine Days, August 6th through 21st. Annette, August 6th through 21st. Um, August the 19th, so probably today, I'm guessing, when you're listening. Uh, It's Thursday. Last day to check out Respect, the Aretha Franklin movie at the Neon. It is being replaced by a movie called Coda. 17-year-old Ruby is the sole hearing member of a deaf family, a coda, child of deaf adults. Her life revolves around acting as an interpreter for her parents, who are played by actual deaf actors Marley Matlin and Troy Kotsur, and working the family's struggling fishing boat with her father and her older brother every day before school. But when Ruby joins her high school's choir club, she discovers a gift for singing and sh- soon finds herself drawn into the duet partner, Miles, Uh, And then encouraged by her enthusiastic, tough love choir master to apply to a prestigious music school, Ruby finds herself torn between the obligations she feels to her family and the pursuit of her own dreams. Very, very cool that the Neon is presenting this film with open captions. So if you have a deaf friend or family member, this would be a fantastic opportunity for you guys to go see a movie together at the Neon. At the drive-in, the Dixie Twin has Free Guy and Space Jam on screen one, and Paw Patrol the movie and Sonic the Hedgehog on screen two. So a very family-friendly weekend. Melody 49 on screen one has Free Guy and Jungle Cruise, and screen two, Reminiscence in the Suicide Squad. Sydney Autoview, Free Guy and Black Widow. At the Metro Parks this weekend... Second Street has Summer in the Garden educational series and the Bloodmobile is going to be out in the parking lot. 
both of those August 21st from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Just say we went to Second Street last Saturday, and I think probably because of COVID, a lot of the vendors have moved outside. It was but beautiful. There were, yeah, it was beautiful. There were a lot of really fresh-looking vegetables and mm-hmm. produce and stuff. It, it was it was a very enjoyable day to just walk through Second Street Market. I will say that when we were there, a lot of the food stands um, were not open, but um, like the farmers market and like the those the vendors, stands, yeah. the vendors were open. Um, just not a lot of the food places. So if you are one but of those, there was people, enough. There were a few. Yep. So if you are one of those people that goes to Second Street for breakfast or brunch or whatever, maybe you won't. Um, but. I why would. not buy? I mean, why not buy some fresh bread and jam and make a breakfast of that? Riverscape on August twenty first, that's Saturday from ten to eleven a.m. Zumba, also at Riverscape next Thursday, August twenty sixth from seven thirty to nine thirty p.m. It's Big Band Night, the Hal Harris Orchestra, and remember, all of that is free, so you can just go hang out. Uh, like kids play in the fountains and listen to some really good big band music. And some pretty decent restaurants to go and catch oh, a meal yeah. either right before Basil. Basil's on market. Is uh, right there. Winans is right across the street, yep. I think. So, yeah, absolutely. Flying pizzas within walking distance. Germantown Metro Park on August the 20th has a $50 backpacking package that comes with some instructions, um, some of the materials that you'll need to go backpacking. So definitely, if you are new to that experience, you might want to check that out. At the Museum of the United States Air Force, it's winding down. So if you want to see space, a journey to our future, you only have until September 6th. The beauty of space art is we still have about a month. That will that will run until September 26th. Moving on to the Dragons. The Dragons are home until Sunday, playing Lake County. And uh, the Dragons are in second place. They're one game out of first place. Ah, uh, there's still time. Yeah, but the team mm. that's in the lead is Lake County. So we have this Ooh. whole week, the series, for them to... No um, pressure, Dragons. To ca- to Come catch, on, guys. To catch back up. You can do it. Yep. I have faith in you. Yeah, don't forget about the Kettering Cruise in on Saturday. Again, this is pretty much weather dependent, so check their website and or their Facebook page and see if they're going to have the, the cruise in out there. This is the third Saturday of the month, Ooh. so you should be able to go to Cars and Coffee out yeah. at Austin Landing. That's a so, really yeah. cool event if you've yeah. never been to it. Yeah. So, yeah, go check that out. Lots of really cool cars out there. Don't forget about the Packard Museum. Oh, yeah, we do always forget about the Packard Museum. Yeah. If you've go never f- been out there, it's a really neat neat place to visit. Yeah. All right. Are we ready for our interview? I think we are. We learned a lot from Dr. Kolodzik. Um, he is a very kind man, very down to earth. Um, he is a I'll started the, as an emergency physician. The bedside manner was excellent. <laughs> um, he has experience with addiction treatment. Um, he has experience in the emergency room. He still works out at the VA one day a week, I think, um, as an emergency room uh, physician. But his passion is really metabolic health. And so he has started um, Metabolic MD and uh, was kind enough to sit down with us and explain what that means and um, all of the different benefits that you can get from speaking to uh, him and his staff. And so let's go to our interview. 
We're here today talking with Dr. Paul Kolodzik from Metabolic MD. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. So you are located in Vandalia. That's correct. Uh, so at the north end of the 937. Tell us a little bit about what Metabolic MD does. You provide continuous glucose monitoring, and I know I've seen stuff like that on TV, but I don't know. What is what is that? What does it do? Okay, Metabolic MD, first of all, our practice is a practice that focuses on metabolic health for individuals. And if you aren't familiar with that term, people with metabolic syndrome are generally people that are overweight a little bit, maybe have a little bit of high blood sugar, a little bit of cholesterol, um, high hypertension. And uh, what we do is try and help them lose a little bit of weight and improve those parameters, not, not only for appearance, but also so that they're healthier and can be more active. Sure, yeah, that's, uh, we don't know anything at all about cholesterol I mean, and high like blood it, pressure. Uh, and three or four right there <laughs> just with me. So um, how does it work? So uh, patients come in and we generally have them use a continuous glucose monitor for two weeks. Now, a continuous glucose monitor, as you can see here, is about a quarter size device and it places a little filament under the skin and you get 24-7 readings of what your blood sugar is doing. So you know if you eat this, your blood sugar is going to do that, etc. And then, I hope this isn't too scary, we can actually monitor those numbers remotely as well um, so that we can follow patients along and then we can help them with their diet. So obviously there has to be an app. Or, 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 yes, it goes app. with an app. And then yeah. it's Wi-Fi. Correct. Kind of like a lot of people's CPAP machines. Right, right. Okay. Though, though this is more diagnostic as opposed to yeah. therapeutic intervention. Okay. What we want to do is just have people get a handle on their, their blood glucose. Um, I don't know if you know, but it, there's a lot of pre-diabetics out there in the U.S., but the majority of pre-diabetics don't even know they're pre-diabetic. And at that point, you know, you can catch the pre-diabetes and actually reverse it completely. Yeah. So I, I've had a few patients. In fact, I, I know your, your listeners can't see a graph. But people come in and their blood sugars might be 200, 250, and you know their perception was, oh, well, my blood sugar was a little bit high, but I haven't been back to see the doc for a couple years, and, and then they have high numbers, and really they're on a not a very good path there. So we're trying to reverse that. And how does that relate to the A1C level? Because I see that on a lot of commercials, and sure, no one's talking about the 200, 300 sugar levels, but A1C seems to be a popular term. Right. Um, for people that get an A1C, that can be very valuable. But even A1C that's in the high normal range can mm -hmm. still be a little problematic because people can be tending toward prediabetes. And again, you want to catch it before it's prediabetes or when you're prediabetic or you're down that path to being diabetic. So what happens if you cross that line? Is it possible to reverse back with diet? It, it is. You can you can do two things. Number one, if you're pre-diabetic, you can completely reverse pre-diabetes. You can eliminate it by a diet that is generally low carbohydrate focused. If you're diabetic, you, you can't actually completely reverse that, but you can actually put people in diabetic remission, which means you can pull them back for needing medications for a period of time. And if somebody's on insulin, that's a pretty big deal. So tell me this, let's say you are um, pre-diabetic, maybe you have hypertension, and you're on medication for that, you're, everything is fine with medication, so what is the incentive then, besides just getting off the medication, what would be, why is it better to handle it without the medication via, by way of 
glucose monitoring than because, to just take medicine. Right. If you if you go down the road for medication treatment, which is obviously necessary for many, many people, sure. it's a road you really can't turn back from. So that even starts with oral medications for diabetes, where you know you might start with a little bit of metformin or one of the other oral medications. But that means your blood glucose generally would stay high if you were not on medication and would progress. And that means you're heading down the road toward requiring insulin. Yeah, and, and I would imagine too, it seems like a lot of medications, um, at least people that I've known that have been on multiple medications, you end up taking a medication to counter the effects of the medication that you're taking and <laughs> it's just happen. a vicious cycle. Yeah. Well, I have a cousin who's diabetic and he'll look at that pie and say, you know what, I'm going to eat that pie because I can take a pill and I'll be fine. Yeah, uh, not, 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 not a good go. approach. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're using the CGMs, the continuous glucose monitors, and actually non-diabetics as well because we can help them control that blood sugar and help them with their weight as well. So generally, without getting too much into the physiology of this, what happens is when you eat a carbohydrate, it immediately becomes sugar in your gut, released into your bloodstream. And then and when you build up that sugar in your system, in the liver and the muscles called glycogen, uh, then you just use that sugar as a source of energy. What we want to do is drive that sugar, blood sugar down a little bit, and then your body starts looking around saying, where else can I get energy? Oh, there's this visceral fat here. I can tap that visceral fat for energy. And then when you can keep the blood glucose low, you can start breaking down the fat in the trunk of the body, and you can lose weight that way, decrease your waist circumference, um, and really just overall improve your metabolic health. So aside from the physiology, we do want to just take a minute and establish the fact that you are not, you're not just some quack. You are a this medical is, doctor. You are this a medical doctor. This is not just some snake oil I am. Technique. I just don't play one on TV. No. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, no, my background's in emergency medicine, and that's one reason I got here, because for years I've been seeing all the complications of high blood sugar and bad metabolic health. Um, so I practiced emergency medicine for 25 years, and then I went and got my boards in uh, preventative medicine. So I'm double boards certified in emergency medicine and preventative medicine, and then really decided to try and be proactive on preventing this disease as opposed sure. to seeing the complications of the disease in the emergency department. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So is this a specialty that other doctors can follow through, or is this just something yeah. that you are have taken an interest in and you are branching in and exploring this? Yeah, um, there are physicians that are using continuous glucose monitors for metabolic health on the east and west coast. This really is a wearable, if you will. You know, people talk about wearable health devices. Yeah. Um, those practices are booming um, on the east and west coast, and I think it. I, I think this is going to become more and more common. You know, we, we use the continuous glucose monitors not just for pre-diabetics, for but just for normal people, so they can get a handle on what their biological parameters are. And and then if you're trying to lose weight, it's a great behavioral tool because you get instant feedback regarding what you ate. And then if you decide you want to try and keep that blood sugar a little bit lower, follow a low-carb diet and start burning some of that visceral fat to lose weight, you can do that. So let me ask you this, because I've tried before various things. I've tried keto. I've tried not necessarily vegetarianism, but tried eating less meat, tried all kinds of different things. And I know that basic the, on the basic level, to lose weight, generally speaking, 
you need to burn more calories than what you take in, correct? That's true, but there's also hormonal considerations that just makes it not calories in, calories out. And that's what we try and do by monitoring the data. Basically, this is data-driven healthcare. Nice. You know, you look at what the blood glucose numbers, we do body fat measurements, which we follow along. Mm -hmm. Waist circumference, simple waist circumference is a big one. Okay. Um, and then we also sometimes, for those people that want to go the keto route, we actually have them do keto monitoring, which can be done with a breathalyzer or a finger stick to make sure they're staying in ketosis for a period of time. And it's not, you know, it's data driven, but it's not just the numbers. You know you have somebody with you that's looking at the data with you, encouraging you, providing you direction related to your diet to help you make progress. Yeah. Is in your experience and history, do you find it's more effective for men or women or there's no difference? Women are tougher. It, women are it's tougher. just a, a fact, you know, of, of their biology. We have more fat. Well, you, you have more subcutaneous fat. Men have a tendency to have more visceral fat. You have a little bit more fat under <laughs> your skin. Um, but perimenopausal women and postmenopausal women are a little bit tougher. And, and we work with them on that. Now, how do you... So, okay, let's say I... You're monitoring me. You know, I know what my needs are. Ultimately, though, I am the one when the cake is sitting in front of me that I have to say I'm not going to eat the cake. Do you help with that as well? Because I'm not going to tell her that. No <laughs> way in the world will I say, Kim, put the cake down. Well, you know, uh, I mean, quite honestly, with enough contact with us and with a monitor on, and we have nutrition coaches that work with our patients on the minimum of a weekly basis, sometimes oh, even a daily basis, we can provide that feedback. But I'll tell you what's happened. This happened to me, and it happens to many of our patients. You, you just get a change in lifestyle. I mean, you, you actually get to that point where... I mean, you don't even, the cake doesn't bother you when it's on the table. I mean, it literally doesn't bother you because you know you have achieved so much going down this yeah. road of a, which, which is a low carb lifestyle that, that you can avoid that. Um, can I, I want to make a little bit of a philosophical point here. Can sure. I? Okay. So what happens is, you know, we grew up in at least myself, 70s, 80s, 90s. Everything was reduced fat this, reduced fat that, avoid fat. And what's happened since that time? Explosion in diabetes, explosion in obesity. And really, it turns out that, you know, for millions of years before the 70s, we didn't eat primarily a high-carbohydrate diet. So really, I think with this approach, we're, we're kind of returning to our roots, and it's a healthier way to go. So if someone were to come in and say, I want to be your patient, can you run us through how this starts? Sure. I mean, you just don't stick that on their arm. No. And then there's we, we talk to them there's first. nutrition. <laughs> yeah, obviously. So how does how, so, how so this So actually, um, what we do initially is bring people in and we do a thorough assessment. We do body fat measurements. Um, we do some initial labs. One of those initial labs that's very important is an insulin level because insulin resistance, maybe you're hearing that term a little bit mm -hmm. now, is kind of the key to all of this. 
And then, with their permission, we put a continuous glucose monitor on them for two weeks. And we say, go about your business. Just eat the way you've been eating. Let's see what your numbers look like. And then we bring them back in after two weeks, having done some labs as well, and we talk about those results and then work with them on where they want to go. Uh, you know, I know your readers can't see this data, but this is a lady that came in, and she was just interested in weight loss, didn't have any sugar problems, but her sugars were spiking to over 200 And she didn't know it, like you said she earlier. She didn't know it. She didn't know she was pre-diabetic or even bordering on diabetes. And she went, you know, some people say in a medical term that, you know, flatlining is a bad thing, you know, mm -hmm. because it means a flatline during a cardiac arrest. But here you can see she flatlined really in two weeks. She brought her blood sugar down from consistently 150 to 230 to hardly ever over 120. Oh, wow. So that's an approach you can take with no medicine as opposed to going to the doctor and say, hey, give me some diabetic medicine or, you know, sure. I need some insulin. And so you follow up with dietitian and dietary advice? Correct. Exercise? Exercise is important, though I'm going to give you uh, an interesting twist to this. Okay. Okay. Uh, cardiovascular it, exercise is often emphasized, and cardiovascular exercise is important. But actually, there's only two things that can help reverse this insulin resistance and bring blood sugars down, and that is watching your carbohydrate intake, and then the other one is actually resistance training. It's actually making your muscles a little bit bigger because your muscles have a lot of insulin receptors on them. And if you can increase your muscle mass a little bit, then you can help drive that insulin level down, drive the blood sugar down, and actually help the body turn toward the visceral fat as a source for fuel. Interesting. So here, here's the million dollar question because veganism right now is a popular diet. Sure. How does this work with people who choose a vegan diet? Uh, vegans can be low carb as well. You know, okay. you got to focus a little bit more on fiber. One of my health coaches is actually a vegan with a low carb lifestyle, so it can be done. It's tougher. You, you know, you can't you can't eat the meat that other low carb people eat, but it certainly can be done. All right, so Doc, we've been talking about um, diabetes, but you mentioned there's more to um, the you know, there's more to it. There's weight loss and metabolism. Right. So explain the metabolic part of the metabolic MD name. Okay. So, so really uh, one of the biggest afflictions, health afflictions for America is poor metabolic health. In fact, there's a problem condition called metabolic syndrome. And that generally consists of the factors of being a little bit overweight, hypertension, um, high uh, cholesterol or triglycerides as well, and then high blood sugar. And the problem is the majority of the people that have this condition really don't recognize it. And it means you're heading down that road toward potential cardiovascular disease. High blood sugar, you know, in its ultimate damaging approach damages vasculature and that's why people get neuropathy in their fingers or have congestive heart failure or strokes so if you can catch metabolic problems early and reverse them then you can help those people live a long and happy life so what we try and do is target individuals that are middle-aged you know which can be any 25 to 55 I would say because we're seeing younger and younger people yeah. with metabolic problems and and help them address that metabolic syndrome Interesting. And so then that will help you lose weight and help with a whole range of 
of issues. Yeah, I mean, you lose weight. A lot of patients come to us looking to lose weight, but, you know, it becomes much bigger after that. When they realize that they have metabolic health issues that they need to address and, and they want to live a long and he- healthy life and share that oh, with sure. their family. Absolutely. I mean, I know personally, like, my grandmother passed away of congestive heart failure. Like, we have a history of stroke in my family, and it's something that I've always been um, kind of acutely aware of. I was just diagnosed with slightly elevated cholesterol, so it definitely is something that I would probably want to nip in the bud now before I get too far along the path. Yeah, and the problem I have is, you know, working in the emergency department over the years, I've seen those eventual complications, you know. The person with a gangrenous foot, you know, that that has to be taken off because of poor vascular problems associated with diabetes, or a stroke, or congestive heart failure, or diabetic infections. So I've I've seen that side of it, and and if only people I think thought about it and had the insight to pursue better metabolic health, you know, in their young adulthood and middle age, we could prevent a lot of those problems that that can occur down the road. Yeah. So to go back to this one a little bit is actually going to lead to another topic. You are not just some guy on the commercial in a white lab coat. And if you look in the fine print said, not a real physician (laughs) and trying to sell some sort of pill. So I'm assuming that this is covered by insurance? Yeah, so so this is a program. Components of it are covered by insurance, like the continuous glucose monitors. Mm-hmm. We do use some occasional medications, some of the newer medications that are really just been popularized in in the last you know year or so that can help people um, cause satiation both in their abdomen and their stomach and in their head so that they eat less. We don't use any of the stimulants, Adipex maybe you've heard of out there. We don't take that uh-huh. approach. We take a more holistic approach. So uh, the medications and the continuous glucose monitors are covered by insurance. Um, our physician charge is not covered by insurance. But we give people a chance to come in and test the waters here. We bring them in with a very limited fee for two f- first visits. That you get that continuous, excuse me, not two first visits, but a first and a second visit, you know, it two initial visits. Good a little time travel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and they get a chance to test drive the process. They wear the CGM for a couple weeks and they decide if that's for them. So if I were to come to say I want to be your patient, how much coordination do you do with my primary care manager? We're, we're in very close communication. So this isn't primary care. My background, as I mentioned, is in emergency medicine, not primary, not internal medicine or family practice. So we just coordinate what we do with those primary care doctors. But let me say this. Those docs are really busy in their offices. Oh, sure. and, yeah. and you know how it is um, when they really only are given sometimes 15 minutes Absolutely. to run through a visit, and you might only see them every six months yep. or a year. What we're trying to do is support what they do by doing you know this kind of metabolic support that they really don't have the time to do so we integrate yeah. our services closely with their doctor well so, and two you have um, it's a specialty I mean family physicians and primary care doctors a lot of them specialize in something like our family primary care doctor specializes in women's health but she may, in one given day, she may see somebody for women's see health, me. and she may see somebody for hypertension, and right. she may see somebody else for a broken bone, and, and you just work with metabolic and diabetic health. 
Yes, we focus entirely on that. You know, I, I do stay in the emergency department a little bit, so I am there five or six days a month just because I've worked in those trenches for years and years, yeah. and I have trouble giving it up. Sure. But what we're focusing on is improving people's metabolic health and helping them lose a little bit of weight. Sounds All right. good. So one more thing about working with the primary care manager. Do I need to go to my PCM first to get a referral to come see you, or can I just walk no. in the door right there? No, again, come in and see us. You know, we'll go ahead and provide that two-week program for you at a reasonable cost. You can get that data, and then w once we have the data, we'll work with your primary care doctor going forward. And how quickly are you booking out? If I wanted to come in and get started, can I call and get an appointment this week, or are we looking at a month, two Well, we're around? generally, you know, this this type of practice using the continuous glucose monitors is becoming more and more popular. Mm -hmm. Right now, we're booking out about three or four weeks. Okay. Um, but, you know, I, I have just added an additional staff. I work with myself and a nurse practitioner and a physician assistant, and they're both, you know, people come to this with an interest in nutrition and sure. an interest in health. Um, so we're, we're really staffing up to meet the demand here. Right. Completely off the wall, do you need do any lectures or anything like that sure. out in the uh, in the public? I get I, I love to talk about this every chance I get. <laughs> you seem very passionate yeah, about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm very passionate yeah. about it. I love it. So anything else you really want to bring out here with this or? No, I think we've covered most okay. of what we do. And so where if, can people find you? Yeah. Okay, We're, our office is located in Vandalia. The easiest way to get a hold of us is to just go to our website, which is metabolicmds.com. So it's metabolicmds.com. And you can also find us on Instagram at metabolicmds.com. Or, you know, just go ahead and Google metabolicmd, and you'll find our office, which is right in the heart of Vandalia. And, and please, please feel free to send us an email or give us a phone call. Fantastic. Well, thank you for your time, and this is very interesting. And I mean, you, you've kind of hit home here in a couple yeah, of things. Yeah, Dr. Kwan and bringing in the hard truths. Yeah. <laughs> so, thank you for your time. Okay, thank you very much. So, did you learn anything? I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I did too. Um, I so it didn't make it onto the uh, interview, but we we discussed after the show I ha or after the interview I have done um keto before car low carb stuff before and uh and I kind of plateaued and the good doctor recommended that he said why don't you try cycling you know you do um like three weeks of of low carb and then one week of carbs and I said well well uh see that's the problem like we we, I've been on cycling for two years. <laughs> so we, tr we tried keto. It really worked. It did great. I lost almost 30 pounds, but and now then we I, cycled and we've been on like we, on a two year uh, cycle. Yeah. So, but I think it's time to get back on it. We so. need some willpower. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I like about, um, the metabolic MD approach is that you have people coming alongside you that are going to hold you accountable, uh, and, that are going to check in with you. You have a nutritionist that's working with you with the monitoring. There's a lot of support that comes with this. Yes. Yeah, so if you have had a problem with losing weight or you are pre-diabetic or have any of those other health conditions, definitely worth checking out. All right. You think that about wraps it up? I think so. This okay. has been a long show. Yeah. Thank you for sticking with us to the end. This is like twice as long as what we normally do. Yeah. So if, to get out this weekend, the weather looks like it's going to be good. Temperatures are going to be nice. 
maybe some rain showers here and there, but nothing's going to stop anything. All right. Sounds good. All right. So if you are like Dr. Kolodzik, a local business and would like to have an interview on the 937, it's totally free. You don't have to pay for anything. We just come out to where you are. You can brag on your staff and your business and how wonderful you are. You must be located in the 937 area code. Um, but just give us a shout. You can find us at the 937podcast.com or you can write to us at the 937 at gmail, 937podcast, the 937podcast at gmail.com. And if you really like listening to, to me and Kim, go listen to our other podcast, An Hour of Your Life. It's kind of a train wreck at the moment as far as scheduling goes, but we'll, we're working on it. We'll get it out. We have a really good one this week. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay, so yep. that's it. That's it. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you.